Unstoppable Success Radio, Episode 51. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio, helping entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners around the world skyrocket their sales and multiply their profits. Now, here's your host, Kelly Roach. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am super excited to have Lucas Miles here with me today. Welcome to the show, Lucas. Thank you. It's good to be here. All right. So just so that you guys can uh, listen to a little bit of what Lucas is all about, and then I'll let him break it down for you. Um, Lucas has become a sought-after film producer, writer, speaker, pastor, and talent coach as the principal and founder of Miles Media. Lucas is committed to making movies with a purpose, which we're going to dig in today. I'm super excited to learn more about that. He commonly appears on television, in churches, at universities, and at conferences throughout the United States and abroad. And together, Lucas and Miles Media have a growing catalog of feature films under their belt. In addition, Miles Media is currently in development for several TV pilots and additional feature film projects with Lucas at the helm. And uh, Lucas, I'll let you share some of the exciting things that you're working on right now. I know you've had a lot of celebrity endorsements and all kinds of people that are helping you to um, bring together um, both the the work that you're doing in TV and film, but also combining that with um, bringing faith to the forefront of your work, which is something I think is definitely needed. So I'm really excited to dig into more of this. But um, what else do you want listeners to know about you and your background before we dive in here? So I also uh, just released a book as well called uh, Good God, uh, the one we want to believe in but are afraid to embrace with Worthy Publishing. So that just hit uh, 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 here in early March. That is awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. So there's so much to talk about here, Lucas. But I I think the first question that I really had when I was kind of getting ready for our interview today is I would love to hear, you know, from you, you know, given the the kind of combination of so many different things that you do, you know, what role do you feel that faith plays in our journey to success and fulfillment? Tell me a little bit about your perspective on that. No, that's good. And, you know, honestly, it's, uh, it's interesting. I I think that the answer that people might expect to hear, you know, from somebody with my background is, you know, you just gotta, you know, you gotta believe and you gotta hang on to these things. And I certainly think that that's important, but for me, I think the starting point is maybe a little bit different and it's really knowing that God's intention for my life is good. And that gives me, I think, a place of confidence in moving forward in things. I, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I, I've, I've stepped out into a lot of new arenas. I've, I've been, you know, whether in the music business or movies or, you know, in publishing or whatever. And, you know, uh, or even doing home improvements. And my mo- general motto is how hard can it be? You know, and, and I just really, I really think that when you know that God is for you, it allows you to walk ahead with a little bit more confidence and and just kind of trust that you know he can he's he's capable if i just listen to him of really walking me through the details as we go Yeah, I love that. That's beautiful. And so, you know, I think, Lucas, one of the things that I like to break down for people a lot on this show is, you know, the entrepreneurial journey is a rocky road. It has high highs and low lows, you know, (laughs) and you have to be prepared and set yourself up for the long haul if you really want to achieve a high level of success and not only capture that success, but keep it right. 
Exactly. Exactly. And it, you know, if you, uh, you know, I mean, I, there was a time my wife and I had a, um, a business. It was a fortune 5,000 company. It was a franchise and, um, we had the company for about three years and this was years ago when I was first starting out and we ended up stepping out of the business and, you know, essentially lost the company. And, you know, I lost a hundred thousand dollars in one day. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I mean that at the time, I thought life was over, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, it was just, I had no idea what we were going to do. And I mean, fortunately, um, I, you know, I, I practice what I preach, you know, literally. And, you know, we just started going to the Lord and going, show us, walk us through this, finding good mentors, advisors, people in our life. And, uh, you know, we've, we've walked out of that. We've paid everything off. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not afraid of money anymore because it's, it's a number and it doesn't mean that you go out and do stupid things, but you you can't live in fear and you have to realize there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be times where things work. There's going to be times when things don't work. You just push through, you keep going and you, you just, you know, you keep pushing towards that success that you believe in. Yeah. And I also think, and and tell me what your thoughts are on this, Lucas, but I I feel like it's a muscle, right? So like once you learn the lessons of entrepreneurship and you really get it, like I don't mean making mistakes and then, you know, going out and doing the same thing again, but I mean learning through experience I feel is a muscle that you build and you – the next time you face a challenge or the next time that you um, are hit with a hurdle or an obstacle, if you truly learn and embrace what you were meant to learn from each and every up and down and challenge that you face, you come out stronger, you're better prepared, and you're ready to kind of handle that next challenge that's thrown at you. And it's so much easier than it was the last time, right? Exactly. And I think, I think that muscle analogy is, is perfect. I think it, you know, you have to, you have to work that out. And, and I think that that's also, you know, I'll, I have some people that, cause you know, with the coaching hat that I wear when I'll, I'll, you know, I coach recording artists and actors and entrepreneurs. And so they'll come to me and, you know, it'll be their first deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's say it's a recording artist. They've, they've, you know, they've sang in one coffee shop, but they're believing that they're going to get this giant right. deal from Capital Music. And I'm going, you know, you have to, you have to build that up. Like you have to work that a little bit and you, you know, it's, uh, you know, I I don't plant, I don't plant something in the ground and expect to have like a watermelon tomorrow. You know, you plant it in the ground (laughs) and it takes time. And sometimes we don't like that time aspect, which I get, you know, we're all impatient. We want to see that instant gratification. But I think if we kind of just, if we push through, if we, you know, do what you know what to do, keep working the system and you know, you're going to see the results that you're longing for. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's so great. I love that so much. So, so Lucas, what came first for you? You know, the focus on the faith or the focus on the film or the film and the faith came together. Like, tell me a little bit about that. You know, um, it, it, the faith on, on paper, the faith came first for sure. Um, I was, uh, I, I started, I started, you know, I mean, I was a, what I call a church rat. I mean, I basically, I grew up down the street from the church that, you know, I ended up, uh, kind of first going on staff at, and I was just, if I wasn't there hanging out with one of the pastors, I was there playing basketball or going on a youth trip or, you know, whatever. So I, I grew up in that and I, I'm a recovering legalist. I, I, you know, if, uh, um, you know, religion can, can mess you up pretty good, but I, uh, I'm just really fortunate for kind of the journey. I think that, you know, that I've been on through that, but, um, looking back as well, although it wasn't as evident maybe at the time I did always have a foot in film and entertainment. And, you know, I was the kid when I was younger, when my teacher would say, 
um, you know, write a, write a paper in sixth grade, you know, a 10 page paper, I would go, can I make a movie instead? Mm. And so, you know, I would take my parents, you know, if you've seen the show, the Goldbergs that's on right now, I mean, that, that was my life. I always had the video camera (laughs) and I mean, it was the old school, like VHS, you know, everything. And we did all the editing, like on the camera itself. So I made this trilogy called the particle transporter, which I am close to releasing on, uh, on YouTube just for fun. Um, but, uh, and I, you know, I acted in it and filmed it and directed it and everything got everybody in my neighborhood, my brother and his friends and stuff to help me as well. And, uh, it you know, it was a blast. And so, uh, then when I got in high school, um, I was, uh, I was pretty involved. I could never sing, but I always did a lot of theater. And, uh, so I never got into the musicals or anything like that, but if it was more drama stuff and, sure. you know, uh, I, I got into that. I ended up becoming, I went to high school about 3000 people. So a pretty big school. And I was the president of the thespian society, you know, so that my, my big claim to fame there. And, um, I ended up starting, and this would have been in the late nineties. I ended up starting a, uh, essentially a variety show at the school, um, that we called the Luke annual coffee house. And the joke was, you know, some years I would do it once, some years I would do it three times. People, would always go, you know, when are we going to do this again? And they started calling it Luke annual. It's whenever Luke felt like he wanted to do it. And (laughs) the school gave me a school credit card. And I mean, we would have up to this thing. I would audition all the acts. I mean, it was essentially America's got talent before that was on. And, um, and so I was always that kind of producer role, putting on events, making, you know, giving a show and everything. And so, um, but I, 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 when I got into college, I did a little bit more acting. And I've just buried that though for a while, went kind of head into ministry and forgot about it. And then there was, um, uh, somebody started attending the church that I pastor, uh, probably about seven years ago, who was on American Idol second season. And long story short, um, I ended up helping her and her husband through some points in their career and ended up coming on and managing her for about six years, got me into, you know, the entertainment industry, the Grammy association, and, uh, took a couple songs nationally. And that turned into, you know, um, I mean, it was very time intensive. So I eventually started just coaching recording artists and other entertainers. And I got a couple acting clients. And, you know, before I knew it, I was producing, you know, my first film and, uh, you know, working on that and, uh, you know, kind of took me into the film, film world and started my, my company, Miles Media. And, you know, we've been doing that ever since. Oh, that's amazing. I love it. And I love how you're like all over the place doing all these incredible things. You're you're kind of combining the business and the passion and the faith. And it's just, it's amazing. Um, you know, so I want to talk a little bit about your book that just came out, Good God, the one we want to believe in, but are afraid to embrace. Can you give our listeners a bit of a rundown? Like what's behind that? What's it all about? Like what what's the message? Definitely. Uh, so I did an interview on the blaze with Billy Hollowell and, uh, the story went kind of viral afterwards because I, I address in the book what I present really as a, as a new understanding of the book of Job and, and kind of why do bad things happen and where Mm -hmm. is really God in the midst of all this. And, um, the, you know, the, as a result, the book ended up getting labeled through by a couple of people as either revolutionary or heretical. And I'm, I'm happy to have the conversation on either, you know, side of that. But I, what I really tried to do is I tried to take the blame off of God. And as I start going through scripture and I've been actually, I actually spent about 10 years studying and doing research for this book, interviewing linguists, all sorts of things, but it's a very uh, approachable 
conversational book. You could hand it to your plumber, you could hand it to your doctor and, you know, uh, you could hand it to, you know, uh, um, you know, really your, your next door neighbor, you know, whoever. And it is, um, it's, it's really sort of a journey to understand, um, God's goodness that he's not responsible for the pain in our lives. And I think it really ties in, although I know, you know, it's, I'm not writing directly about, you know, being an entrepreneur. I think that, um, the ups and downs sometimes of entrepreneurship, especially if they're people that have any sort of faith expression, that it's easy to see those things as God causing, you know, maybe God mm-hmm. caused me to lose my business. Maybe God didn't want me to do that. And, and, you know, anytime that we have, negative circumstances, if we think that God is the one causing them, we typically will pull back and give up. And too often, I think that we ascribe negative events to God. And as a result, we don't really push through when God's back there cheering for us and trying Mm -hmm. to help us get over it. We end up giving up and never really, you know, accomplish our dreams, you know, as a result of that. And so I, I think that, you know, I mean, the book, it delivers, I think what it's called, Good God. And I think you'll walk away with really, you know, strong biblical understanding that God is for you. And, you know, really to what extent he is gone to uh, bring about his goodness in your life. Wow. That is super powerful. I love that. And I especially love that for this show. You know, I named it Unstoppable Success Radio. And I talk a lot about what unstoppable means to me on the show. And I, you know, I share things like the message that it's being so patient, so persistent, so positive that you let nothing stand in the way of your goals. And I really like your message there, Lucas, where you're saying, you know what, guys, sometimes the things that maybe you're playing a little bit of the victim in where you're saying Mm -hmm. someone else bigger than me, something else bigger than me is responsible um, for this when really it's like maybe we need to change our behavior a little bit. Maybe we need to change our habits a little bit. Maybe we weren't necessarily giving it everything we've got and there's something more to this equation that we're in control of that we need to take responsibility of um, in order to get to where we want to be, right? Exactly. And, you know, this idea of personal responsibility is not very popular in today's culture. (laughs) Um, You know, nobody wants to claim personal responsibility. I mean, it's uh, we're always looking for somebody to blame, whether the you know, it's Republicans, it's Democrats, it's, you know, it's it's Donald Trump, somebody's fault, you know, and I mean, so it's uh, as we as the message I want to help people understand is taking responsibility is one of the most empowering things that you can do. You know, I lost my business, you know, seven years ago or whatever it was, um, because of mistakes that I made. And Mm -hmm. you know, if, if I lost my business because God didn't want me to have the business, then, you know, I'm in trouble Mm -hmm. like that, that you can't, (laughs) what can I do? I can't fight against that. Okay. You know, yeah. The king of the universe wants (laughs) to like squash you. Okay. Like, I guess I'm done, you know? And, and so that, but that's where a lot of people live. And, and, you know, but the moment I realized that I had responsibility in that, it means that I can, if I got myself into it, it means I can also get myself out of it. And so I can learn what I need to do. I can apply wisdom. I can really apply these principles and walk out of that situation. And so now what I do, you know, in coaching people is, you know, I really try to help them, you know, see their ownership in their situation, realize that, you know, at the end of the day, um, trusting God looks a lot like, you know, walking out the principles that he gives us and, and, you know, taking personal responsibility to see those things put into place and, uh, and, and, you know, 
kind of just taken, you know, taken charge with it. And, and I think that, you know, we have to resist the urge to force it. You know, I think you can go too far to the other extreme and, and really, you know, get ahead of yourself and everything else. There's balance and everything, but, um, you know, th- th- I've gotten just great feedback on the book and, you know, whether they're entrepreneurs or actually just talked to a girl today that is uh, a blogger and she's working on her first book and, you know, she just went through the book and, um, you know, it, she said it, it's changing everything that I do and how I really relate even to my business, you know, as a result of understanding God's intentions for me. Oh, I love that. I'm getting the book immediately following this. I appreciate interview. that. Yeah, I, I love it. So powerful. And it's a different message than, you know, what, what we hear out there a lot today. So um, to me, it's even more powerful because it, it's unique, but but so important. It's it's a message everybody needs to hear, I think. So um, really, really glad to have you on the show because you're, you're a little bit different than most of the guests that we have here. So this is great. Um, so, you know, obviously you've experienced the high highs, you've experienced the low lows, you're having having mega success in your career right now, you're on TV, you're publishing, you know, books, you're, you're, you know, producing these movies, you're, you know, you're, you're riding the waves. So, you know, what are some of the biggest learnings that you've had um, via success or failure um, from an entrepreneurial and business standpoint that you would want to share with our listeners? You know, I think that, um, I think that the, the, the financial component is you can't, you can't stress enough how important it is. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you're running a nonprofit, if you are, you know, if you're starting a business, if you're, you know, seeking some sort of, uh, uh, you know, venture capitalist for this great, you know, idea and startup that you have. I mean, you have to know your numbers, you have to know those things. And, you know, I was the guy who had a ton of vision and I could see everything from 30,000, you know, feet, but I wasn't in the details enough to actually be able to, um, you know, figure out really how it worked. And, and I, I made a lot of mistakes early on as a result of that. And, you know, and so I, I think that, uh, you know, if I could go back and kind of like tell my, you know, 16 year old self something, it would be like, take more math classes. You know, I mean, it's like those, they matter so much, or you have to find the people on your team, which is where I'm at now. I'm still. I'm, uh, I'm the son of a financial planner. And I always joke like how pastor kids are always really messed up. Like, you know, and have, going to like moral <laughs> depravity, like financial planner kids, like business and screw up their money, you know, right, for a while. Right. And, uh, and so, you know, I mean, probably better than most in that area, but, um, I, I neglect, you know, I kind of shrugged it off a little bit. And so now I'm at a place to where, you know, I really have teams built around me and whether it's, you know, my book or my film company or the nonprofit that I, that I chair, I mean, we, we develop teams in those places and really trust, you know, those people to do what, what they're there for, but you can't just let them, you have to check in on that. And so, you know, the, developing the team, making sure everybody, you know, kind of using the, the good to great illustration of is in the right seat on the bus, all mm-hmm. those sort of things. I mean, it's just, it's so, so crucial. And you can't just like throw everybody in the bus and, and expect like a year from now that everybody's still in the right seat. You know, it's, yeah. it's stuff changes, stuff happens. And so constantly adjusting that. And I see so many, you know, uh, what I would, you know, probably, you know, um, you know, if I can say it without offending anybody, wanna, wannapreneurs, you know, um, trying to do all these things, but they don't know how to develop a team and they're always just talking about ideas, but they never get anything done. And the, the entrepreneurs that I see and really have a lot of respect for, 
they know how to implement, they know how to take action, they know how to have an idea and look at the next day and say, what do I need to do tomorrow to start on that? You know, it's great you want to write a book. Have you have you written chapter one yet? Did you write the first sentence? You know, where did, where are you going to start? You know, it's great that you want to do this, this great startup, but like, have you interviewed anybody that knows how to build an app to talk to them about your idea yet? You know, where are you going to begin? And I think that, you know, um, those are, those are a lot of things I spend a lot of time focusing on and thinking about and really, I don't do a lot of long-term goal setting. You know, I, everything for me is short term. It's what do I have to do tomorrow to be able to, you know, get this idea into motion and, you know, reverse engineering it and everything else. Yeah, no, th- love it all around. Love it all around. So what would you say, what are you most excited about? I know you're working on a lot <laughs> of different projects right now. Like what has you the most fired up? Like what, what are you excited for the rest? of 2016 to hold for you, Lucas? You know, I mean, the, the book right now is, um, I mean, it's for about the last month and a half, it's been my world. I, I actually just got home uh, late last night from, from LA. And that was, uh, that was sort of at least a, I have a little bit of a break in the promotion for it. So I've been Toronto, Nashville, LA, working on a New York trip, you know, I mean, just kind of all over, you know, promoting this thing and just countless radio and TV, you know, interviews. And it's, it's been a blast. I mean, I've really enjoyed every second of it. And, um, you know, I'm passionate. I mean, it took me 10 years to really get the book together. I mean, it's, there's a lot involved in it and, you know, I'm not going to get sick of it in a month and a half after that, you know? And mm-hmm. so it's, uh, I love, I love that it's getting out there and we're making a run for, you know, a couple of bestseller lists, which has been really exciting. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been awesome. And so that, that's certainly like on the forefront of excitement for me, uh, outside of that, um, there, um, you know, if I, if I can kind of compartmentalize this a little bit, there is, um, there's a, a new film that we shot over the summer and, um, uh, called crowning jewels. And, uh, it's a, a teenage adventure comedy. Um, and there's two twin girls that, that play the leads and they're, uh, we ended up discovering them. They just, uh, um, they actually just got cast, uh, for a, uh, another, um, another series. And I can't say anything about that without screwing up their confidentiality, but it's, it's pretty exciting that they're getting out there, you know, more publicly. And, um, you know, a lot of stuff is happening with this film. We're just finishing up editing and post-production and everything on it. And, uh, it's, it's just coming together even better, I think, than I thought it was going to. And, and these are still, you know, maybe just for listeners, you know, hearing this, these are films that, you know, from a budget standpoint are, you know, 250 to, you know, maybe 600,000. That's kind of like the space that we're playing in. And, you know, for, for a lot of people and, and for me, that's, that's a lot of money, you know, that's not chump change, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, so we're not just shooting like college films or student films or anything like that, but these are direct to DVD, direct to Netflix, uh, direct to Walmart, you know, uh, red, red box, all those sort of things. Um, and, uh, you know, we're working on a couple projects that I think have theatrical potential, but you know, that's, that's the next jump for us. And so I'm excited to take the film company from a direct to DVD standpoint to begin to really hit, you know, more of a theatrical, you know, run with our projects. And that's, you know, that's adding, that's adding, uh, you know, sometimes a couple million onto, uh, the budget for these things, but we've started having some meetings and we're getting kind of foot in the door in some places and it's been super exciting. 
That is super exciting. Wow, I love it. I, I love hearing about all of that. That's great. Um, I will definitely be following. So uh, excited to see your journey for sure, Lucas. Um, so a couple things I have to bring it back to here, um, you know, just because the show is Unstoppable Success Radio. You're obviously also now coaching, um, you know, high level of talent in in individuals that are looking to break into acting and film and or maybe already are. You already, you know, have worked with some musicians and that type of thing. So, you know, tell me the the top three traits that those that make it all the way have in common because I have a feeling they probably reflect, reflect very similarly um, with, with entrepreneurs that achieve, you Absolutely. know, a very high level of success. So tell me what you see. So, um, you know, the ones that I see by nature, the fact that they're talking to me, I think that means that one of the skills that they possess or one of the traits that they possess is the ability to, um, be humble enough to admit that they don't know everything mm-hmm. and they need help. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there, it does, you know, there is no one man show in the entertainment industry. I mean, there's, yeah. there's examples of, uh, and I haven't stayed up to, you know, with everybody, but you know, uh, you know, uh, a year or so ago, I think it was Lady Gaga fired her manager and just kind of went for a while without a manager and was just kind of running things herself. And, you know, um, you know, it's, those are the, those are the rare stories. And honestly, I think if you followed it closely, you would see that it doesn't last for very long. You know, you have to have a team, you have to have people in your corner and, you know, a lot of the people that I, that I coach, I'm serving them, as sort of a hybrid of life coach, pastor, and, you know, um, sort of marketing expert, you know, and so I kind of bring those three things together. And my goal is to, you know, see them become successful without losing their mind or their soul in the process. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so I've worked with people you've seen on television, you know, or, you know, a show like American Idol, or, um, you know, I work with, you know, some writers or, um, uh, you know, and, and other entrepreneurs as well. I mean, I, I, I have to be excited about what they're doing and really believe in what they're doing to take them on because Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I don't take on a lot of clients at once. I really try to be very hands-on with them. And, um, but I think that that humility aspect is, is huge. And it, you know, somebody can sign up with me because they think, oh, it's really cool to have a coach. But then when I start giving them advice, are they going to do it? You know, mm-hmm. and if, if they're not, I don't last with them because I'm not interested in just, you know, wasting my time and somebody that's not going to take those steps. And so like be really being able to like humble yourself and walk through that without losing your vision. Cause they're still the one with the vision. They have to have the confidence mm-hmm. in what they're doing. And so finding that balance between, you know, uh, confidence, which sometimes borders arrogance in both entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and entertainers mm-hmm. and also humility, knowing what you don't know and how you need to go about getting, you know, that information. Yeah. I think in addition to that, um, I, I think to some degree, a, a willingness to do it afraid, you know, it, I, I wouldn't say it's not fearlessness. I mean, that's that's the misnomer. You know, I get people that will say, oh, man, I wish I was like you. I wish I could just go up on stage and even worried about it. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, yes. I freak out all the time. Exactly. You know, I mean, I, I get nervous for stuff. I mean, I can tell you sure. about the TV show I was on, you know, last week that I was sitting there, you know, ahead of time. And, you know, I, I probably uh, had to run in the boys room about yeah. five times, you know, just yeah. to make sure I wasn't going to wet myself on stage, yeah. you know. And, and, you know, you go through, but you do it afraid, you know, you push through and you don't allow fear to stop your dreams because, you know, the worst thing that happens is you fail once. And I can show you a million people.
people who are, you know, in the media, in the spotlight, who are very successful, who have failed way more than once publicly, some of them failing on TMZ, and they still make it, you know, they still keep going, they don't give up, they push through, and there's always a way to keep pushing and, and really, you know, being successful. And so I, I think that those two traits, you know, for me are probably, you know, two of the most important. That's it. I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. I see it with the people that, that sign up to work with me. They're they're humble enough to know they need help. They're they believe in themselves to be willing to invest in themselves. Um, you know, they're they're hungry, they push themselves and, and they do it, you know, in spite of the fear. So I see the same things. That's awesome. Um, Lucas, yeah, but- if people want to get in touch with you, learn more, buy your book, you know, et cetera, what is the best way to get in touch with you? Totally. Uh, so uh, the book is available on a lot of different platforms. Uh, if you want to go to kind of our page for it, it's goodgodthebook.com. And there's links there for Amazon, Barnes & Noble, christianbooks.com, you know, and, and other places that you can buy it. Uh, it's available in brick and mortar. Um, you know, we got a pretty good distribution in Barnes and Noble, as well as, um, you know, some family Christians or Lifeways uh, bookstores. So uh, you can pick that up there. If, if, you know, if a local bookstore doesn't have it, they can they can order it. It's in everybody's system. Um, the uh, let's see here. If they want to follow me, I'm probably most active on uh, Twitter. So at Lucas Miles. On Twitter, on you know Instagram, I'm at Mr. Lucas Miles, and Facebook is at Lucas Miles as well. Perfect. Thank you, Lucas, for being an incredible guest today. I really appreciate all of the uh, generous information and insight and enthusiasm that you shared. Really excited to see uh, what you go on to do from here. Thank you so much, Kelly. It's great to be here. All right. Thanks so much. And until next time, everybody, this is Unstoppable Success Radio. Don't forget to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. And if you haven't subscribed yet to our newsletter, make sure you text in the word IGNITE to 44222 to get incredible resources to accelerate growth in your business and achieve your income goals. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining this episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. To get exclusive access to Kelly's free video and audio trainings to explode your business growth, simply visit kellyroachcoaching.com and join her email community for resources she only shares there. If you love today's episode of Unstoppable Success Radio, pass it along to a friend, colleague, or client that may benefit from the content. Until next time, dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. 